Rugby is a badass sport. Good afternoon and good evening, rugby fans. Welcome to episode 80 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. My name is Colton Strickler. As always, I'm your host. We've got a big show for everybody today. i got a lot to talk about. There's a lot going on in the world of rugby. So we'll go ahead and jump into it the same way we do every week, and that's by starting with the breakdown. And at the top of the breakdown, we'll go ahead and talk about what's kind of going on with the XOs, uh, how their match went in L.A. last week and all that good stuff. So we'll start with that. Um, the XOs dropped their match against the All-Stars last weekend in Los Angeles by a score of 31 to 24 so based on the clips that i've seen and the people i talked to i was texting with some people that were at the match on saturday sounds like they played much better than they played uh, against new orleans the week before the match that they they initially won uh just had some trouble closing it out so they scored four tries on the day uh they led with about 10 minutes left to play in the match but gave up two late tries and ultimately lost by by those seven points so I can go ahead and take you through some of the tries. And again, these are just kind of the, the highlights that I've seen on the internet. So the first one was uh, Lene Latu picked up, he put a kick in behind the defense, was chased down by Dayton Sheridan, was playing fullback. Uh, Lene, that's his, his second week where it looks like he played pretty well. I saw him in New Orleans. Um, I, I think Lene could play in the MLR right now. I think he's that good. Uh, second second try of the day came when Jalen Robinson looks like he double legged somebody, knocked the ball out, and landed in the arms of Jordan Talley, who took it in for the try, took it a long way in for a try. Uh, I tweeted about it on Saturday from the DNVR rugby account, but uh, Jalen's going to be a very good rugby player. He doesn't miss tackles when he make when he hits you, you move, you go backwards. It's it's not something where where you're hitting him and you're falling forward. Jalen is a very dominant tackler, and he's pretty dangerous when he's carrying the ball as well. I saw it in New Orleans, and then even some of the clips they put out from this last weekend's match. He he's got some wheels for for a, a hooker, um, and he's just really strong. So I think Jalen's got got a very bright future in rugby. Uh, and that was just kind of the second try. So then the third try came, Dayton Sheridan again. He was all over the place, it looks like. Uh, he ripped the ball out in the tackle. Jarrell Patterson uh, scooped it up, got some meters, passed it to Malik Bryant, and we've seen by now Malik is a speed demon. Uh, he did the rest. He, he outran a lot of guys, uh, put a few moves on some people on the way for the, the third try of the match. And then the, the fourth try, which actually gave them the lead, uh, after halftime was David Still took a pass from Dan Stone. Dan Stone looks like he got nailed on this offload. Still got the pass off in, into David Still's hands. And uh, again, he made he made a couple guys miss and took it in for the try. And that actually gave them the lead, you know, through the, the second the third period of the match, I guess, the third 20-minute period, and, and they were leading late in the match. I just couldn't close it out. Um, but David still is somebody who's really caught my eye as well these last two weeks. He showed up to camp later than a lot of the other guys, and he's looked pretty good in the first two matches, to be honest. He's very strong when he's running the ball. Uh, I know there was a clip last week or two weekends ago now when they were in New Orleans. He, he – was playing fullback. He's been, I think he's been playing fullback primarily. A uh, ball kind of bounced over his head, and, and he was deep inside their own territory. Uh, he turned around, picked it up, and 
broke a couple of tackles and flipped the field entirely. He took it like almost the distance. It was like 80 meters uh, back into the other team's territory and had some support. So they were able to recycle the ball and actually start playing some offense. So in his two matches, he's looked really good with the ball in his hands. Um, he's somebody I think that, that is going to catch some people's eyes as well. Uh, so that was kind of the tries. And, and I know I've mentioned a lot about these clips already, and that kind of brings me to a listener question I received from Alex on Twitter. So first of all, Alex, thank you for listening. Thank you for the question. And his question was, do you know if the Colorado XOs will ever release a full match? I'm quite curious. Uh, and this is a question that I've gotten quite a bit from, from a couple different people. And the short answer is I'm not sure. Um, I hope so, because like all of you, I only see you know what goes on the internet unless I travel to away matches, which you know isn't, isn't the easiest thing to do right now with the pandemic still ongoing and all that stuff um but i can kind of explain the dynamic of like what you see online and how it's related to the exo so all the video clips that everyone's seeing online these highlights that i keep talking about um every every like short video clip you're seeing is, is coming from rugby factory which you know the they're getting those clips from the documentary crew that has been here um, so they came in November. They've been here since January, I think, when everyone reported. And they will be here until with the team until the end of May. And and those are the guys that are shooting um, and producing the, the documentary. So they shot the pilot episode. If you wouldn't watch that, that came out back in January or whenever that came out um, about the, uh, the camp back in November. So if you haven't made, checked that out make sure you go do that but those are the those are the people that are that are putting out the clips that you see and then the the rugby town national training center account it, they they take those clips and they share them out but but rugby factory is putting out a lot of clips i think they put out like 24 clips a day um just of various things in the gym at practice and all that stuff um and, and i'm not sure if they'll ever put out a full match i, I don't know if the, that's something they would do I, I try to ask a little bit around and from what i've heard um they're just shooting stuff that's very clippable like short stuff for the internet they're not really going into these matches shooting the entire match because that's just not what they're doing they're there to make these clips they're there to make the documentary and they're not there to just shoot the whole match um, I, I would assume that's what they are doing i assume they do have full matches but again it's not they're not shooting it in a way that that it's to be consumed for everybody um, and if we do you know if they do put out something it's not being there's no commentary there's no you know there's no context at all it's just going to be the match on a camera uh, but i've asked and and that's kind of what i heard it sounds like they're not really shooting shooting these matches to put them on the internet they're just shooting the short clippable stuff um, but what i what i do know is that whenever they're they're finally able to play a match at infinity park that will be streamed um, it's a lot easier to stream stuff when it's your home field even an MLR, I know home team is in charge of the stream and the broadcast and all that stuff. So Infinity Park set up for all that. And I know once the matches come back to Infinity Park, I know there's a couple on the schedule that they're working through. Those will be streamed. So you will be able to see the match in its entirety. You'll be able to watch them play. Um, and I do know that if there was a way they could stream on, on the road, they would. Um, I've, I've talked to people about that as well. And it's just not something that's realistic right now. Um, but I mean, I hope that answers the question. That's kind of a long answer, but that's kind of the information that I've gotten. Um, and, and like I said, once there's some matches back in Infinity Park, you'll be able to stream them, watch them in their entirety. Um, and I know a lot of people are interested in watching these guys play. Uh, so hopefully we get something worked out and, and those people can see that. So uh, that's my answer to that question. Um, so I guess with that, we can continue talking about the XOs. They're off this weekend. 
uh, pretty banged up from these first two weeks of rugby. So they're, they're going to take this weekend, these next few days to get these guys healthy. And then I think they get back to it in California next weekend. Not sure of the opponent, but I will, of course, let you know when I figure it out. And again, it just sounds like I keep saying it. This whole season is so incredibly fluid. Um, there's just so many moving targets and so many different things that can go wrong and most likely will go wrong. And there's so much that you have to be flexible with. Um, and it just sounds like right now they're just playing who they can. And um, it, it's kind of a, a play it by ear, very, very sporadic, you know, spur of the moment. Let's go play these guys type of matches. So as, as stuff continues to come out, I will, of course, let you know. Um, but that's kind of what I know right there. So thank you again for the question, Alex. Hopefully that answers your question. And hopefully for all of our sakes, we get to watch these guys play pretty soon. So it kind of does it for my XO update. Um, with that, we'll go ahead and jump into some MLR stuff very briefly. There's kind of a lot to talk about, but I'll try to keep it um, as short and sweet as I can. So lots of preseason fixtures this week. Well, I, I guess you could say lots. There's a few. There was a couple last week as well that I forgot to mention, but that's what happens, I guess, when the podcast gets so uh, backlogged and delayed and I, I'm working on a Friday instead of putting it out on a Thursday and you just get scrambled and it doesn't the best product. Um, so I thought I'd take the time to talk about some of the fixtures coming up this week. So Texas Cup is tonight on Thursday. It sounds like that match will be streamed on Texas Rugby Monthly on Facebook Live. So obviously, as I'm recording this on a Thursday, this doesn't mean anything to you because it's going to be out on Friday. But if you want, I'm sure you can go back and watch it on their Facebook. And that is, again, Texas Rugby Monthly. Uh, sounds like Seattle traveled to Las Vegas this week to take on the Legion in a scrimmage. I didn't see any information about how to watch that. Just saw some pictures and stuff coming out of there. Uh, looks like Rugby ATL was supposed to play Old Glory DC this weekend, and that match was supposed to be streamed on the MLR's Facebook page, but that match was called off due, some, due to some positive COVID results. So second week in a row for Old Glory DC that they have not been able to play because of COVID stuff which is a bummer, but I guess it's better to get it out of the way now than to, you know, spill into next Saturday because that's when the season gets rolling for everybody. So with that kind of, you know, season starting in a week, MLR starting to roll out some broadcast information. So I can go ahead and redo this statement that MLR put out yesterday. Major League Rugby, CBS, and Fox Sports today announced that national television schedule for the first month of the 2021 season. The premier North American Rugby League entering its fourth season will televise its matches beginning the weekend of March 20th on CBS Sports Network, FS1, and FS2 with the championship final to be held on August 1st, broadcast nationally on CBS Sports. Opening weekend of the 16-game regular season will feature the Houston Sabercats hosting the Seattle Seawolves from Aviva Stadium on CBS Sports at 8 p.m. Eastern, so at 6 Mountain Time. The game will be preceded by the FS2 telecast of the NOLA Gold versus squaring off against Old Glory DC at 4 p.m. Eastern, so 2 p.m. Mountain Time from the Shrine on Airline, which is where the Exos played a couple weeks ago. Very nice stadium. I uh, really liked watching rugby there. Quote, having strong television partners like CBS Sports and Fox Sports is a major element to the growth of MLR, said Commissioner George Killebrew, with expanding coverage of the CBS Sports and Fox Sports National Networks, FS1 and FS2. We will be able to bring our fans the rugby coverage they expect, but also introduce our sport to entirely new fans this season. End quote. Uh, quote, we are excited to showcase another season of fast-paced, Major League Rugby action on CBS Sports, said Dan Weinberg, EVP, programming CBS Sports. 
as a lead broadcast partner. CBS Sports Network will televise marquee matches throughout the season, including the semifinals culminating with the championship final on CBS in August, end quote. We, quote, we are thrilled to add a robust slate of Major League Rugby matches to Fox Sports, extensive spring roster, said Bill Wanger, uh, Executive Vice President, Head of Programming and Scheduling for Fox Sports. We are excited to showcase the best of professional North American rugby across our cable networks and, quote, the MLR national television schedule for the first month of the season. So Old Glory, D.C. at NOLA Gold um, at 2 p.m. Mountain Time on FS2 on March 20th. And then again on March 20th, Seattle Seawolves versus Houston Sabercats at 6 p.m. Mountain Time on CBS Sports Network. On March 27th, we have Toronto Arrows versus Utah Warriors at 7 p.m. Mountain Time on FS2. On April 3rd, we have Utah Warriors at New England Free Jacks at 2.30 Mountain Time on CBS Sports. Also on April 3rd, we have San Diego Legion versus Rugby ATL at 5 p.m. Mountain Time on FS2. On April 10th, we have San Diego, San Diego Legion versus Houston Sabercats at 6 p.m. Mountain Time on FS2. And then on April 11th, we have Rugby United in New York at Rugby ATL at 1 p.m. Mountain Time on CBS Sports. So obviously, as all those matches come up, I'll be sure to let you know about them. Um, and then MLR also announced today, right before I started recording this podcast on Thursday afternoon, that uh, they are launching their own streaming service next week. So that will be something to keep an eye on. They haven't announced a name or anything like that, but they're putting it out next week and we'll have some more information on that. So I'll be sure to talk to you about all that when I see that. Now we'll go ahead and jump into all the rugby that you can watch this weekend. There's quite a bit of rugby on this weekend, so it'll be nice because especially with all the snow that we're about to get in Denver, uh, you don't want to spend too much time outside, so no better place to be than at home watching some rugby. So uh, start with the premiership. We got Bristol versus Wasps on Friday at 12.45 p.m. Newcastle versus Bath on Saturday at 5.30 a.m. Exeter versus Harlequins on Saturday at 5.30 a.m. Northampton versus Sale Sharks on Saturday at 7.45 a.m. Gloucester versus Leicester uh, on Saturday at 8 a.m. And then London Irish versus Worcester on Sunday at 7 a.m. You can watch all of those matches on Peacock. Uh, we'll go ahead and jump into the Guinness Pro 14. So we got Zebra versus Leinster uh, tomorrow, which is Friday at 10.45 a.m. Got Munster versus Scarlets tomorrow at 1 p.m. Glasgow Warriors versus Ospreys tomorrow at 1 p.m. Uh, Dragons versus Ulster on Saturday at 12.35 p.m. Connacht versus Edinburgh on Saturday at 12.35 p.m. And then Benetton versus Cardiff Blues on Sunday at 7 a.m. You can catch all of those matches on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, jump back into it with Six Nations this week. We're in round four. We've got Italy versus Wales on Saturday at 7.15 a.m. England versus France on Saturday at 9.45 a.m. And then Scotland versus Ireland on Sunday at 9 a.m. You can catch all of those matches on Peacock. Uh, into the Alliance Premier 15s, we've got Gloucester Harpery Women's RFC versus DMP Durham Sarks on Saturday at 7.30 a.m. And then on Sunday, we have Saracens Women versus Sail Sharks Women at 7 a.m. Uh, there's no stream for that this weekend. It looks like they're starting to stream stuff again on the 20th. So next weekend, there'll be some more Alliance Premier 15s to watch. Moving into Super Rugby, we've got Super Rugby Australia's into round four. It's on Friday at 2.45 a.m. We have Western Force versus Rebels. And then on Saturday at 1.45 a.m., we have Brumbies versus the Reds. And then for Super Rugby Aotearoa, 
Uh, we've got on Friday night, looks like 11.05, we've got the Crusaders versus the Chiefs. And then on Saturday at, man, these, these I think it's 8.35 p.m., we've got Blues versus Highlanders. Still no broadcast information on either of the Super Rugby uh, competitions, unfortunately, but I have heard that you can find streams of those matches in the uh, Rugby Union subreddit. So if you're looking to watch some Super Rugby, I think you can find it in that Rugby Union page. Um, and that kind of brings me to my DNVR Rugby pick of the week. So this week I have picked the Blues minus seven and a half on Tuesday show that I submitted to DNVR bets. And it looks like that line jumped up a point. So now it's sitting at minus eight and a half. I still think that is a good bet. The Blues swept the Highlanders last season. I know one match was a little closer than the other, um, but I think they take care of business again on Saturday night. So I'm rolling with that Blues minus eight and a half. And then for the first match of the weekend, I think the Crusaders, as crazy as this sounds, are, are kind of a lock for the minus 15 and a half over the Chiefs. I think that is a safe bet. The, the Crusaders are just so good and the Chiefs are just not good. Uh, that's kind of that's kind of what I, I think I'm going to be rocking with this weekend. And you can catch my pick of the week every Tuesday afternoon on DNVR Bets. Probably better to bet when you see that pick on Tuesday than if you're listening to this podcast today because the lines are going to be – they're going to move over the course of the week and you can usually get better stuff earlier. Uh, so make sure you check all that out Tuesday afternoons on DNVR Bets. Uh, and with that, we'll go ahead and jump into the interview portion of the show. So I'm excited for everyone to check out this interview I did with the Colorado XO 8-man Casey McDermott Vi. Uh, he's a recurring guest. He's a friend of the program. If you've been listening to the show for a while, I talked with him very briefly back at the November camp. I got a two, three-minute interview with him. Uh, so it, so if there's some repeat questions, I apologize for that. But I wanted to you know, introduce Casey to some of the new people that have been listening to the show. I want to check in with him again and just see, you know, how things are going now that he's been here for a while and he's getting back into playing rugby. Uh, so a little background on Casey's. He's from Auckland, New Zealand. Um, I always forget to mute my notifications when I do this. Sorry, guys. Uh, but he's from Auckland, New Zealand. He played football at TCU. Uh, he played everywhere at TCU. He played on both sides of the ball, offensive line, defensive end, fullback, tight end. Uh, that versatility earned him an invite to the Seattle Seahawks r- rookie minicamp. Um, and he and I talked to him about it in the interview, but like this this utility man identity is something that he's even having a hard time shaking here. I was talking to him in New Orleans because he's been all over the place. He's playing in the loose forwards. He's been playing in the centers. He's just, he can do a little bit of everything. That's how he, you know, he made his bones in college and, and earned a shot in the NFL. And, and that's still the case as he's picking ba- uh, rugby back up and, uh, but it seems like he's really getting comfortable at this eight-man spot, and, and he's fun to watch. He just looks—he just looks like an eight-man. Uh, and once you you're able to see these matches, you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, but he's one of the guys I've gotten to know pretty well since since this entire thing has started. Um, and with that introduction, we'll go ahead and kick it to my conversation with Colorado XO eight-man Casey McDermott. Bye. <laughs> All right, now welcome on to the show, Colorado XO eight-man Casey McDermott. Bye, Casey. How's it going, man? I'm doing good, doing good. How you doing, Colton? I'm doing great, Casey. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I appreciate it. Uh, so, yep. Casey, the first question we ask everybody that comes on the show, um, and I guess a couple of these questions will, will kind of be the same as I asked you when I talked to you very briefly back in November, but that's okay. We've got new people listening, so we'll, we'll jump in from the beginning. So, first question we ask everybody is just can you tell us a little bit about where you're from? Absolutely. Um Born and raised in Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, moved here in the States in 08. Moved to Kansas City, uh, Missouri. 
and then moved to Dallas, Texas. So I'm kind of all over the place, but um, I call both those uh, places home. So very nice. So Casey, could you tell me a little bit about your your football career? Uh, you know, just kind of like take us through high school. How'd you get recruited, and how'd you decide to go to TCU? Um, you just tell us a little bit about uh, football. Yeah, absolutely. I played football in Kansas City. Uh, played for Raytown South High School. Mm-hmm. Got recruited. Uh, played defensive end there in Raytown. Um, played. Uh, didn't really play till my junior year, and started getting offers like late my junior year. I uh, got offers from you know all over the country in Mizzou, KU, K State, and in um, my senior year, I got off from TCU, and it was pretty sweet. You know, never been a uh, Texas has always been a place for me that I wanted to go uh, visit and live, and offered me there and went for a visit there, and I felt just like home, so I committed there and went to TCU as a D end. Um, then my sophomore year, I put on a couple muscle, put on some weight. <laughs> tackle and then honestly from there you know i was 295 i was playing both sides of the, of the field playing offense and defense play d tackle play right guard play fullback play tight end so kind of all over the place and but i was there for five years but one of the best experience of my life and um had a good run at tcu so um yeah, it was pretty good. Very nice. I want to ask you about uh, what happened after college too, but Casey, I wanted to, to ask also, like how did the opportunity to, to play both ways come up? Was that something that you kind of like volunteered for? Did they approach you about it and say, hey, you know, we need some extra help uh, on the line or at tight end? Like how did that come up? Yeah, they just uh, kind of knew that I was, you know, pretty athletic that I could do. I was pretty smart too, you know, learn a playbook with both. Um, sides. So, yeah, we were kind of short on offensive linemen one uh, my I think my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, hey, you know, we want to see if you could like you know pass it, and I passed it, and they're like, holy cow, he looks normal. So let's just move you all line yeah. for a week to see if you can um do this. So it was pretty frustrating at first. I didn't really want to want to move. It, I, you know, I'm a more of a yes sir, no, no sir type of guy. So mm-hmm. uh, whatever the team needed me, I would do it. So yeah, that helped a lot. You know, they just kind of knew that they could trust me with the playbook. Um, they can trust me with my athleticism. So, so yeah, it was kind of like one of those things where we're kind of throwing guys. And uh, they're like, hey, can you pass it? Can you catch the ball? And yeah. the rest is history. Yeah, very nice. And so you're, you're playing all over the field. You're, you're a utility man. Uh, so then what happens after college? Because I know you, you had an invite to the Seahawks. Uh, so you just kind of tell us a little bit about that, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. Absolutely. So then, um, yeah, so I kind of knew that I had a shot playing in the league, you know, whatever uh, position I would be. I wanted to, you know, try out for just defensive line, but uh, my agent was telling me I should do both. So um, my pro day, I did both. I did, I did tight end. I did, uh, I did some right guard stuff. I did some fullback stuff. I did some defensive line stuff. And on my pro day, my pro day went great. A lot of teams are interested. Um, and the team that was showing me a lot of love reached out to me to my agent first was Seattle, the Seahawks. And they're like, you yeah, know, we'd love to get this guy here for a rookie camp and see who can play fullback for us. So, um, yeah, so the, uh, after the draft, I um, got a call from them right after the draft. And they're like, hey, you know, we'd love to fly you down here for a rookie uh, camp and play some fullback. So yeah. I took over and I rammed the opportunity. 
Very nice. And what's that like? I know I just had uh, Teron Beckham on last week, and he was talking about his workout with the Jets. He had said he had one with the Colts as well. Like, can you kind of take us through what that's like? What is it? Is it physically strenuous? Is it more like a mental thing? Like, what what are they kind of looking for at those? Yeah, that those camps. You know, they just want to see that they're going to throw as much information to you and see um, how much how much information you can put away. You know, mm-hmm. and trying to throw everything at you at the playbook. I mean, these new routes, new schemes, new defensive schemes, off of the schemes and see how fast you can adapt to it. So it's really more of a, a, like a mindset thing. And, um, cause they know that you're strong enough. They know you're fast. They don't care about that. Just see where you at, how, how fast you can right. get on the playbook. And, um, so yeah, it was a pretty good experience. So, um, wasn't bad at all. Very nice. So then, Casey, can you tell us how you you got recruited to this camp? Like, I know you mentioned you're from Auckland. So, like, you, you played rugby growing up, right? Correct. Yeah. So then, I, how did – I mean, just how did you learn about this? I know, like, the first time I talked to you was at the, the final day of the November camp. So, just, like, how did you – you know, how did you get recruited and how did you make the decision to come check it all out? Yeah. <laughs> That's just too funny. Um, so, yeah, I was on Twitter – one Saturday morning and, you know, just checking my Twitter. I never get on Twitter mm-hmm. and I'm checking my DMs and I have a bunch of like, uh, DM requests and I clicked on one and I was like, Holy cow, there's a rugby team out in Denver trying yeah. to recruit. I'm like, okay, cool. So clicked on it. And I was like, okay. And then I screenshot the message and I sent it to my mom and she was like, okay, let me do some research. Yeah. And she <laughs> responded back quickly. She goes, Oh, this is the real deal. This is the real thing. This is, they're looking for guys like you, you know, yeah. crossover athletes. And I'm like, holy cow, okay. So I DM back to these guys and I was like, hey, um, I'm really interested. I want to try this out. And I got a phone call from Peter like the next day and the rest is history. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, it was a real deal. I flew down here for the weekend. I know I didn't do the camp. I just flew down for the weekend, tried to check it out, see if it's a real deal. And it really was. You know? yeah. And I was like, this is another opportunity for me to, you know, play sports because at that time, I had a sales job, and I started – I was six weeks in. I was like, dude, I can't do this. Like, <laughs> this, is, oh, this is annoying. And um, that's – it was so funny because the whole week, I was really thinking about, you know, finding a different job or just, you know, be, becoming a coach or going back to school for my master's. And, right. Um, this is a blessing in the skies, and it's popped up. And um, so, yeah, now I'm here, and I'm so excited, so blessed to be here, and it's such a great opportunity. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I know. I remember when I was talking to you back in November, that's one of the things you're saying. You're like, man, I don't know. I just, I just, you know, started this new job. And uh, so I'm glad that, that you, you've come out and you've enjoyed it and it's all working out for you. So that, that was going to be my next question, Casey, is just how has it been like getting back in, into the rugby conditioning and, and getting back in the ball in your hands? How has everything been going in your eyes? Yeah, I think I think everything's been going great, uh, just minus the injuries. I feel like my body, I've been out of the contact for like a year, mm-hmm. and I think my cardio is up there. That's nothing. It's just about, you know, being my body, getting my body used to taking those pounding after pounding, you know, legs, mm-hmm. teeth, body injuries. So, yeah, it's a lot of new injuries that I've dealt with in the past, and it's all coming back again. But hopefully, you know, in a couple of weeks down the road, I'll be good to go, but it's been really great. You know, I'm loving it. You know, I'll, I love to be out here just passing the ball. You know, I love contact, you know, yeah. being around, um, these other guys, you know, it's just, I love just being around the environment. So it's been awesome. Awesome. So far. Yeah. I know. I saw you, uh, walking around with a boot on or something. You're on some crutches. What <laughs> happened? 
You all good? Uh, yeah, I'm all good. I got some great news yesterday. I had an x-ray yesterday and an MRI yesterday. I got the results back today. Everything's good to go. That's good. Uh, just a swollen um, bone. bone. A bad, really bad bone bruise. So yeah. I just got hurt in the game Saturday. You know, just uh, a little stuff like that happens. You know, I got stepped on pretty bad, I feel like. So um, yeah. just right now, just recover, rest, ice as long as much as I can. And hopefully be back by next week. That's good to hear. Uh, so, how, Casey, I want, I'm interested. I've been trying to ask a lot of a lot of you XO guys this question: is like, how different is this environment from some of the high level football environments that you've been in? Is it is it different at all? Or, you know, I mean, from everything from the work that you're doing to the, you know, dynamic the interactions you have with your your coaches. Like, how is it different? Yeah, it's a lot different. I think the rugby culture is a lot more respect more mm-hmm. laid back more chill but at the same time you still got to put in the work you know right um, like for example like when mark was talking to us a couple weeks ago about how after a game you know both teams come in the locker room share a beer and talk about the game in football it's not really yeah. like that it's still <laughs> kind of bad blood um but um yeah it's, it's an awesome environment you know i i uh, i love it because um, it's more of a, it's more of a gentleman high class game. So yeah, um, yeah, it's really different. Um, really awesome. I love it. So um, it's it's a lot different in football for sure. Uh, practices are different. Um, you know the contact level is different. But um, overall, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, that's good to hear. I know. Just like some of the things I've said in the past is like when I remember when I played football and I obviously didn't play at the levels that you did, but even just like the the high school football that I played and then even the mm-hmm. the high school rugby I played the just the dynamic with my coaches was so different like that I wasn't getting screamed at for you know missing a tackle or whatever it was right you know it was more of a, a teaching moment rather than just you know rip, rip my head off and, and send me back exactly. to the sideline or something exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I keep saying too. Is like I actually enjoyed going to rugby practice and stuff. Like I didn't, I didn't dread sitting down to watch tape like I did when in football. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it sounds like Casey, you can't really shake this uh, utility man, uh, you know, role that you, you kind of filled. Because I know just talking to you, you know, down before we went to New Orleans, and then even uh, after that match in New Orleans, you were saying that that they're kind of experimenting with you in, in the loose forwards, and then even you know, mixing you in back there in the center. So uh, do you like, you know, you're, you're settling into this role as an eight man. I know I talked to you after that New Orleans match and said you look pretty comfortable. Is this like what you like doing or you think you want to try to move on into the backs again eventually? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's too funny. Um, yeah. yeah, I yeah, I mean, they move me to backs. And I don't know. I just really feel like that eight is where I'm at right now. Yeah. I know coming in, I really want to play back but i'm um, just practicing and just getting where i fit the most i feel like it's eight you know i'm still yeah. kind of doing the dirty work i'm still in the trenches you know i i want the ball in my hands yeah. as much as i can so i feel like eight is where i'm at yeah and i like going against a bit i like going against big guys but guys bigger than me you know right so um um, so yeah, I think eight is where I'm at right now. I feel like I'm really comfortable with that. They trying, they're still looking at me as a seven, sometimes maybe a six, but as mm-hmm. of right now, it's an eight. And 
I like doing all that dirty work stuff. So I yeah. don't mind it at all. So we'll see. I know just from the little bit I've seen, I'm obviously not out down there every day with you guys, but I mean, like I told you that after the New Orleans game, I thought you looked really comfortable there. And then even the clips I saw of this last weekend, uh, you yeah. look, you look pretty scary on those eight man picks, man. I'm telling you, I would not, <laughs> I would not want to stick my nose in there and try to tackle you. If yeah, I was playing absolutely. 10 or something, that's not, no, thank you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I know Casey, you've been here for, I guess we're what looking at two months now, three, we're getting, you know, the year's kind almost of flying three. by. Yeah. Almost three yeah. months. So how, how have you, you know, have you seen your body change at all? Have you seen um, any like improvements in, in your shape or anything? And just even in your rugby skills, like how much have you and, and your whole team improved over these last few months? I think we've, we've, we've taken, we're taking steps every, every week, mm-hmm. big steps. Um, I know a lot of guys are banged up with injuries and that sucks and I, that, that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but I think um, we're all taking big steps, learn the game. I think these guys are fast, quick learners and that's awesome to have, um, you know, just from like from day one, looking back at day one, how we, some of these guys were passing the ball. Now everyone looks like they've been passing the ball for years. Yeah. Um, so it's such a big step. A lot of guys are picking this game up pretty quick. And it's just basically day and night. Now we just got to focus on more of a little technique, you know, in, in the lineouts and the scrums. Yeah. Um, just kind of realizing having that right the IQ um, that we don't see. So I think a little stuff like that we work on, I think would be a great team. But I feel like um, just working a little bit more of our cardio because, you know, rugby's 80 minutes and it's a lot yeah. of running. So just getting that down and hopefully have some rugby IQs, I think we'll be the We'll be good to go. Yeah, and I think that, like you said, that all, that that all comes with match time, and just the more, you know, you get in those situations, the more you'll learn. And um, exactly, I know, I, you know, I had text with a couple people after the match, but um, it sounded like you know this last weekend wasn't necessarily the result that that you guys wanted. Um, but but from what I heard, it sounded like you all played just a lot better. Is that something that you agreed with? Is that kind of hard to say, especially kind of coming off a loss? But that's what I heard. I wanted to ask you, though, someone that played. Yeah, yeah. We, I think, you know, we, it was, I mean, we played against a really good experience LA team. Yeah. And, you know, those guys has a bunch of games under their belts. And for us to come in there and hang with them and um, playing, you know, neck to neck with them the whole game was, was pretty eye-opening for anybody mm-hmm. watching us so i think we we beat them 70 minutes yeah the whole game in the, the last 10 minutes just i feel like the cardio just beat us and i think we're down a lot of injured players too and right a lot of guys had to mix match their their positions you know and i think that just kind of wore us down and i think their experience beat us the last 10 minutes but um gotta give it to them you know they came out to play and you know we we, we know we're a better team than them but mm-hmm end of the day it was just a really good experience played a re- really good la team and hopefully we'll see them in two weeks yeah no and no, I mean, it sounds like i got this kind of feeling after you know in the, in the new orleans match when i was watching and the the match is happening and as you just like i didn't really know what to expect to be honest like watching mm-hmm. that match and then when uh bandy scored that first try it just kind of felt like it just kind of felt like everybody relaxed a little bit. It's just like, you know, yep. you can, you've proven now in these two weeks, like you can hang with just, you know, about anybody. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been fun to watch. And I know, like I said, I'm looking forward to watching some more of it. And like exactly. you said, we got, you got a week off here to, to hopefully rest up and, and get some guys back and uh, have, have a, you know, maybe go out and win this next one, have, have another good showing. 
Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, Casey, how different has the the training been to some of the football training that you've done? Um, just in terms of like what you need to work on, like while you're training, is it, you know, is that you know part of the reason why you've got some some banged up guys? Do you think that they've been training this one way for this one sport their entire life, and then now it's a pretty big difference to some other sport? Yeah, um, I think more of this more of training here is more of cardio using a lot of our feet yeah um i know it's like constant consistently running after running after running um and then football you know we run a couple of plays pause a little bit talk about the plays go back again you know run a couple of plays yeah, pause yeah. For a little bit practice here it's like it's like there's no pausing it's straight right. cardio running passing a ball it's a whole different dynamic of practice so that's what a lot of guys are kind of most of the injuries here is mostly just shoulder shoulder injuries and like leg lower leg injuries. Yeah. You know, guys are not used to all that running and all that pounding. So I think six couple of weeks in, a couple of months in, once our body's used to that, I think we'll be good to go. So I think training from football to rugby is more a lot so much running. Yeah. More running. Um, you know, um a lot of running and um that's about it, honestly. I mean yeah. The contact level is there. It's the same with football. You know, same same mindset you have in football, but just a lot of more running. Right. What's that doing for – can you just eat whatever you want? Like, what's that doing to your weight? That's what <laughs> a couple of other guys have said, that it doesn't matter. They don't even have to watch what they eat anymore because you're running so much, that it just falls right off. Oh, uh, those guys, are, oh, they're crazy. <laughs> I, um, I have a strict diet. Mine do Friday. Um, yeah. If I'm playing football, then, yeah, I eat whatever I want. Honestly, yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. If I have, like, a cup of donuts last night and I'm eating, like, <laughs> terrible last night, honestly, uh, practice today, I'll be I'll be dead, you know. Yeah. I wouldn't, I'll feel like crap. So I try to eat clean as much as I can and have, like, a little cheat day, probably Sunday. You yeah. Know, flush it out on Monday. Got to. But, um, yeah, for me, it's – I don't know. I, I just got to eat clean because I know for a fact I'm trying to, like, you know, stay up there with my miles and right. hopefully not throw up at practice. For sure. Constantly a lot of running. So, yeah, yeah, those guys are crazy. I hear you, man. All right, Casey, a couple more before I let you go. Uh, has has there any, been some couple guys on the team that have impressed you just with how well they've played so so quick? Yeah, I think everybody's impressed me here on the team. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like everyone's done such a good job. Um, I know the game, last week's game, Man of, the, man of the match himself, Jalen. He did. A, he had, a, had an outstanding game. Yeah. Uh, just the way he tackled, just the way he ran the ball. Um, when he ran, he, when people, when people see him, the ball in his hands, you know, I can see those guys' eyes light up. Yeah. In his, in his show last week, um, he's really, really been um, improving a lot. I, but like I said, I feel like everyone on the team has played really good rugby so far. Right. Um, everyone's been improving, and everyone's been um, surprising me. So. I feel like the whole team has stepped up every single week and um, accepting the talents that Mark and those coaches throw to us yeah. and um, going from there. Yeah, no, I agree. The the, the stuff I've seen of Jalen, he doesn't he doesn't miss many tackles, and uh, if he does get his hands on you, you're probably going backwards. <laughs> Exactly. Would not be what, yeah, I would not want to be in front of him with a full head of steam for sure. Uh, Absolutely. And then Casey, the last question I got for you, you just got, you know, you guys have the weekend off. You got, you got any plans? Is it just a recovery weekend for you? Uh, what's yeah. this weekend looking like? It looks like we're about to get yeah. dumped on by some snow here. <laughs> exactly. I was just put the snow. I think the snow is going to cancel my plans. Yeah. Uh, I was going to go. Well, my and my injuries cancel my plans. Yeah. So I was planning to go home this weekend, but. 
um, Ari should stay here, just rest up. Yeah. Um, kind of do some little side errands, like, you know, clean my room. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, do, I don't know, change the oil in my car. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, just a little side stuff and just get um, try to get my leg back to things, but just relax, get my mind out of rugby and um, have a little free, nice little chill weekend. And uh, if it snows, then I'll probably be in my room all weekend chilling. Yeah. But um, that's about it, honestly. Yeah, I know. That's what I, it's looking like that for me, too. It's going to be a, a weekend inside. All right, Casey, yep. that's all the questions I had for you, man. Thank you so much for your time. Thank really you so appreciate much, it. Colton. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, I hope everybody enjoyed that conversation with Colorado XO 8-man Casey McDermott Vi. I know I certainly did. Uh, thank you to Casey for taking some time out of your day to come chat with me. I know he had to move some treatment around to, to do that interview, so thank you, Casey. Um, you know, say it every week, guests make the show, and I'm very appreciative of the people that give me the time to come uh, chat with me. So with that, we'll go ahead and jump to the required reading portion of the show. I found a column entitled, Jalen Robinson was a winner in multiple sports at Lake Central and all big 10 and football at purdue his new venture is a little different that's by mike hutton of the post tribune uh, chicago newspaper just talked to jalen robinson about you know what he's doing now playing for the xos it was a pretty good piece does a good job talking about jalen's background and what he's up to now and uh, just kind of a nice like peek behind the the curtain of what's going on so we recommend that i'll link that in the article that houses this podcast so make sure you check that out close the show the same way we do every week and that's with the loop uh not a whole lot to talk about here still working on some fun stuff make sure to follow us on twitter at dnvr underscore rugby and at cool and Stricka. that's the best way to keep up with all the stuff that we're doing uh still got a lot of stuff in the works like i said uh you know it's taking a while to come together but i'm excited about it when it's finally coming i make progress every week um i really don't have too much else to say that's my show uh, make sure you stay safe, stay warm from the snow this weekend. We have a great week. Hope you have a great weekend, and I'll catch you all back here next week.